Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And this week, I'm super excited to bring to you the bias from Kate. Kate, how are you? I'm great, thanks. <laughs> Yo, Kate's coming in the house. And just to give you guys a little bit of background, Kate's been a practitioner of yoga for about 20 years. However, it was un- wasn't until she came to Kundalini Yoga that brought about the unexpected uh, benefits of stillness, heart-opening connection, and actually being in touch with her soul. Having previously had a corporate role, she did marathon trainings, and she was generally just le- leading a hectic city lifestyle her transformation of which is ongoing. Um, She has since then come on this journey and she now shares Kundalini Yoga and meditation in the US, Europe, Africa, Asia, and she has an an engaging nature and has often tailored private classes, group workshops and Skype sessions from Melbourne. And she takes pleasure in the transformation of her students' experience and they can connect with source. So it's... (laughs) Super exciting to have you here today. Thanks, I'm Rich. So, tell me more about um, tell me uh, like I will always say tell me more about it. But it was uh, it was really awesome to have our first um little Kundalini experience when you came over the other day. Super deep, super profound. Um, did not expect it to go there. I bet mm. people get that a lot. But um, I guess the best place for us to sort of jump off into this conversation is what. What is Kundalini? Sure. Um, kundalini or Kundalini Yoga? Kundalini Yoga. Yeah, sure. So um, Kundalini Yoga has been uh, around for thousands of years mm-hmm. and it was transmitted from guru, so from teacher to student yeah. in a private practice. And what that was is, I guess, a transmission of awareness. So Kundalini Yoga means a yoga of awareness. And, and what does that mean? For me, it means a connection, a connection with self, mm. a connection with soul. So for me, it is a transformative practice. It's more meditative, not necessarily based around the physical yoga that we're quite familiar with in the West. Uh-huh. I love the stillness. Yeah. I love the meditative aspects. I love 
the shavasana, the deep relaxation. And all of that is a way that we can connect with our subconscious because we know we need to be relaxed. We know we need to be present. But how do we get there? So it's just one method of of many that we can actually get there, connect with our subconscious. Mm. And we get there through shunya, through stillness. Shunya. Shunya. Ah, nice. As you were sharing that, I... Sorry, this is probably inappropriate, but came to mind was it? I, I remember seeing a T-shirt which was like, "I'm just here for Shavasana," <laughs> <laughs> and then that's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people leave before Shavasana, but hey, that's where the big benefits are. And then, and then, often in Kundalini Yoga, we have the meditation straight after that. Yeah. So you are really deep in that space. In that, in that little meditation. Mm. Um, so, just in what you shared, you sort of coupled Kundalini with the word awareness. Is that? Because you said Kundalini yoga of awareness. It's, it's a yoga of awareness. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's, I guess, how it's often communicated. Mm-hmm. But Kundalini itself means lock of beloved, so hair of beloved. So oh. imagine, you know, often it's depicted by Kundalini, by a spiralling symbol that runs from the base of the spine to the top so imagine that release of energy yeah a bit like the doctor symbol yeah 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 yeah, with the snake so often the serpent Uh is uh depicted as well as that spiraling motion so it's from the base rising up so it's the unleashing of the energy. And, you know, what is that energy? Is it the connection of soul? Is it the connection with your chakras? Uh-huh. The integration. So the stillness and the oneness. So once we release that, that rises up. And call that consciousness in a group, group consciousness. Uh-huh. Are we ascending with that? So I think there are a lot of concepts there that Kundalini is interwoven with lots of other, I think, um, podcasts podcasts that you've probably yeah, delved yeah, in. Yeah. So, yeah, so the rising. Yeah, right. So, like, almost what's coming through is rising energy. Mm. Yeah, cool. Interesting. Interesting. So how does one go from, like, <laughs> <laughs> Go from being corporate, training for marathons, like marathons are intense. I remember like I used to train for half marathons and yeah, mar- like it's an intense regime just to be running that much and putting mm. your joints and your mus- muscles through that consistently and then obviously coupling that with corporate lifestyle. How did, what like what happened there? Obviously you were on this journey of self-discovery and maybe the running had something to do with that? always doing yoga and I loved it and I, and I still love doing other forms of yoga mm-hmm. but I was open to all sorts of yoga yeah. and yes I had a busy hectic city life mm-hmm. as most of us do yeah. but I think you're right I was seeking and whether it was the commuting by bicycle the exercise um loving catching up with friends all of that is connection connection with others or connecting with myself or having that stillness as i'm doing the exercise so kundalini yoga i was curious about it i'd read about kundalini um i had an experience i thought i'm gonna find out more about kundalini yoga and what i did not expect was that sense of stillness and it blew me away it's like this is amazing and a couple of teachers suggested I should do teacher training. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, they're just probably saying that. Yeah, just saying that. I just get, you know, addicted quite easily, so I was going every day. But, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then one thing led to the other, and there was teacher training 
in New Mexico in the US and that's at the headquarters of Kundalini Yoga as taught by Yogi Bhajan. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this because I wanted to go deep, not to become a teacher, you know, that's a bit way out, just to drop in and and learn about it and be immersed. So I did that and during that immersion I thought, I actually love teaching this this is amazing and maybe it could have been a bit of a deep down secret that i hadn't really revealed to myself and i thought yeah yeah and i thought this is great i love it and as i was teaching more people i just loved their feedback the look on their faces after the practice (laughs) on your face yeah and i just i really love that and it's not about me so i can think oh i want this to be great class but hey i'm just a facilitator Mm. it's about your experience Mm. and that's what i guess gives me joy seeing how people feel trans transported (laughs) transformed in those moments and if they can continue that whether they want to continue with kundalini yoga or not or whether they find other practices i think once you go there i think you want to seek more you want to delve in more so yeah, definitely. <laughs> that, that does sound familiar. So I want to ask, what was your first experience of life that drove home this, like, result of stillness? Like, where were you? What took you there? Sure. In terms of Kundalini Yoga, I went to my first class and we had done the Kriyas, which is a set of asana, a set of postures, the deep relaxation and the meditation. Mm. And that's in my first class, I sensed that, that, that stillness and it was really beautiful, mm. really beautiful. So I've tried meditation, like I said, different types of yoga, but it was special. And I don't know if I can describe exactly how that is. Mm-hmm. It's just a feeling. Yeah. yeah. Just a feeling. So it was beautiful. Mm. How long ago was this first experience? It was almost two years ago, so not that long ago. So things just fast track. Like you start doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, incredible, incredible. And so now you've been guiding people through these through these Kundalini Yoga experiences. Um, what's been, I guess, for people that sort of come to face-to-face with Kundalini for the first time, is there like something that comes up for most people the first time, like obviously the lack of awareness around what it is or do people have preconceptions? Yeah, people probably have preconceptions. Um, They're curious about it. They've heard about it. Uh, They probably think it's um, largely sexual and it's not necessarily about that. So, again, connecting with soul and if you think about our lower chakras and our heart, making sure that we do have that flow of connection. Hmm. So, um, yeah, there is a preconception. Uh, I taught at – go on, so I was just going to ask, like, why sexual? Like, what does – like, what connotations is there about Kundalini that it has? Because I know like, sure. it's not Tantra, whereas Tantra is Kundalini. Yeah, there is a program called White Tantric mm-hmm. as part of uh, Kundalini Yoga. Oh. And, again, it's the male and female or whichever couple – is in that experience mm-hmm. that we meditate and do kundalini yoga for a whole day. Right. So, um, and that's in a massive group environment. Yeah. And yes, kundalini, there's the kundalini rising, so the rising of energy. A lot of people associate, associate that with sexual energy. Mm-hmm. But I guess kundalini yoga by Yogi Bhajan is really 
not necessarily about that. So it's interesting you say that as well because even tantra is not fundamentally about mm, sexual energy, right? It's yeah, about your own energy. Yeah, it's just that creative and creativity and your creative juices and your creative energy is so much intrinsically part of your human experience mm. that then your creativity and your sexual energy becomes a part of that and then that exploration of tantra. That then people were like, oh, it's just tantra is all about sex. And it's like, not really. No, it's no. It's relationship to yourself. Yeah. And so it's interesting, like, just to explore just that idea around what could, like, because, yeah, I didn't realise when I first heard about Kundalini there was some sort of, like, Something ruminating in the background, but I wasn't sure what it was. It definitely wasn't like, oh, Tantra, oh, that's definitely about sex. Mm. But then, yeah, it's cool, like, just to sort of, it's where this question came from. And so how do, how do people, but once people have their first experience, yeah. obviously they push right through that, right? Uh, yes, because then mm. they realise, oh, it's not necessarily about my preconception. So, yeah, I, I think they feel that sense of stillness. Yeah. There are tears. Yeah. And and that's normal. It's it's their release. It's their experience or embodiment of of that moment in time. So, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I taught a class and many of them were first-timers. And it was a healing meditation and I suggested, well, I asked, who wants to be in the circle? So you were sort of, you're healed. The focus is on you. And yeah. more than half the people jumped in. And it's, so people are searching, people are seeking, people want to be healed and people want to go deep, mm. not necessarily standing on on the outside, sort of looking in. I think I, I find that people are ready just to emerge and submerge themselves. Yeah. So, um, how does it? What does it mean to them? I, I think it's if they can get a beautiful experience out of it, or any experience, mm-hmm. it's sowed the seed. And and I think that's part of my job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if I can just initiate and activate. Yeah. 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 It felt like that for those. I know this is podcast about you, but I can't sort of do the story justice without sort of diving into. What it was like just going through the experience the other day. Like, yeah, I want, I want to know how, how you feel. Yeah, we didn't do the debrief. Because <laughs> it was like, we're going to do a podcast. Yeah, so yeah. I guess this is the debrief. So for me, it was really intriguing because I um, I didn't know what to expect. Mm. Um, being in the United States, the word Kundalini for me was like, I had this uh, connotations of energy and awareness. Mm. It was ruminating for me. Um, 
And so I was like, maybe there's going to be a lot of movement. <laughs> <laughs> and there can be. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm not really sure how this is going to go. But when you came in, you held, again, you held space really incredibly. Oh, so thank, thank you. you so much thank for that. you. That really <laughs> incredible to have that experience. Um, and it went into, I was surprised by um, how it was, it almost had like this yin yoga aspect to it, and then like the poses were straightforward and simple. But when you stayed with them and the way you coupled yourself to the pose became really profound, mm. um, which norm, like not saying that normal yoga, the asanas aren't important and aren't like, don't blow your mind, but they didn't have that. Like I know in yoga, when I sort of stay with the pose for four minutes, it's like all the subtleties and the nuances of that particular pose start dropping in and it's like, oh, I'm tight there. <laughs> And it's like, uh, and this is where I'm resisting in life as well. And it's mm. like there's these really yummy lessons that come through. And I didn't expect Kundalini to be like that. Um, I expected, and for me, the takeaway, the debrief, like if we will, is it was kind of like doing a version of yin because we held poses, but even though they were dynamic, poses, mm. so it was like you were still moving, but you were holding the same pose for an ex- like the timer was involved. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that, but then you couple that with breath work is kind of how I took it. Um, and I found that to be incredible, especially in the rebound of poses. So when you when you got to the point where you'd hold your breath to sort of allow that energy that you've just created through a particular movement to stop and assimilate, it was interesting to sort of see what parts of my body were actually like, especially my back, I could mm. feel these places, like energy centers pulsating. And it was like, oh, that's been tight for ages. And I could feel just how much energy was pulsating. And then it was because we weren't moving too much or too radically, but I was warm the whole mm. time. So I like that was letting me know that, yeah, like I'm definitely warm. I'm definitely moving something. Like there's energy shifting here. And then those energy centers, I think that's the crux of where I wanted to get to. Like energy was shifting in my body. And it sounds completely woo-woo and completely heavy to have, which is weird. <laughs> but that's what it was. Like I had like these tight tight centers in my shoulders and stuff and just the pulsating. And then after a while, like especially in the final meditation, coming out of that, I, I didn't really want to leave that meditation. Mm-hmm. If you remember that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I feel really good here. Like, why do I have to come back? Which is great because I love meditating anyway, but this was like a whole nother I think my body just felt lighter and mm. more active to receive the state that I wanted to go to after having done sequence of asanas and having coupled the breath work into it, having the energy move. The body was really in this really yummy space where it was like having like released all these tension centers, going to drop into a meditation to sit, which is what my normal practice is like, just to sit for 30 minutes. Mm. Um, but there is that, oh, my shoulders are heavy. That's okay. Neglect it. You know, just stay tuned into just observing you know it's important to observe that your shoulders are heavy or it's important but this was like no the body's in a really good place right now now just reflect inwards and it was this really yummy meditation really oh, really great. yummy meditation and so yeah i am very sold it's really incredible and deep like the word you use was deep and profound and you can mm. and i can and i resonates what you're saying in terms of just guiding people through their first experience and seeing how it resonates because yeah it definitely resonated for me and it was um yeah i, I really appreciate the wisdom as well that you had it was like let's just do a session before i come over and have this chat because this chat would be um 
half as full. Okay. <laughs> and we've not gone through that, so that's mm. really cool. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And uh, so how, like, how is that with your work? Like, is that is that consistent as a debrief? Is that Yes, people are left wanting more, and I don't think they always know why they want more, and and I think that's okay yeah. because sometimes we can just overthink and overprocess. But when there's a feeling mm. or a need, then they're drawn to it. I think that's great. So people are wanting more, and they feel great. Mm. So in terms, everyone has will have a different experience. So and that is normal. And because you've been a long time practitioner of meditation. You're probably already tuned in to your, I guess, mind-body connection to your sense of stillness. So I'm glad that you were able to do another sort of meditation mm. to, oh, I love it. yeah, to to weave that in. Mm. So yeah, I think that is a common feeling, a feeling of relaxation, mm. lightness. I think that's lightness a great term. A great mm. yeah, that really describes it really well. And healing, I should say. So a lot of people um, have come to Kundalini from addiction and it finds it really helps them. Yeah, Yeah. and there have been some scientific studies about um, how it has helped heal people. So um, that's also something that's really great. I love that there's research about it and how it can be measured. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. The... um I've been researching um, one of my friends actually. She's an incredible yoga teacher in her own right, and she um, she does this thing where she's informing me that now people are seeing like if you've got trauma or addictions, and if you're not coupling your treatment with yoga or any sort of mind body connection, you're actually not you're not doing the work of your treatment. Is what cutting edge science is showing them now, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because as even in the Kundalini the work that we went through, it was like the energy centers, like there's an emotional connection mm. to parts of your body, which then through movement and breath, you can really move stuff. That's right. And yeah. so I know I went through a sequence of asanas. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole kit and caboodle and range of like... That's every- right. So you could be working on a range of emotions. Mm on body parts, whether you're working on lungs and circulation, on bowels, on your chakras, whole range. And in terms of meditation, the same thing. So if you want to become more resilient, if you want to deal with today's um, hectic world, or if you want to improve in terms of your meditative space for running. So there's a whole series you can do on Kundalini for runners as well. So, um, yeah, it's so broad. There are thousands. Mm. So it's a matter of, and I guess what I am looking forward to do is with private classes, having them tailored. So people tell me what they would like to achieve. Mm. Pick a theme and then I can work with that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's so that's good. tailored for those individuals. Yeah. Mm. There's something I want to touch on in there, which is we mentioned this when you came over, it was like just resilience. Um, I wonder why that forms such a big part of um, why you're bringing this practice to everybody. Like what does resilience mean to you? Mm. I think it's about courage mm. and having that internal determination and softness. Yeah. So so we can be determined. We know we've got to be strong 
we can, you know, we need to be able to handle what's thrown at us. But if we're soft within ourselves, not so hard and judgy on ourselves, I think that's really beautiful too. So again, it's that balance. So resilience. I think it is that that drive, but that compassion as well. And uh, Kundalini yoga is great for building up your nervous system as well. So, yeah. So on all that. And that's interesting that you went there because that was going to be my next question was like, because you what in the next pillar of like what seems to be your philosophy is like softness. And I was like resilience, but softness. And I was like, how does that actually couple in together? Because like in the layman's mind or my mind anyway, initially it was like, they kind of, at first appearance, they seem to be opposite. Mm. You know, like, I'm going to be resilient, but I'm going to be soft. And it's like, what? <laughs> but I guess it has that connotation of perhaps water, which... Yes, water element. Like reflective of energy. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was really cool. So what is, um, what is your favourite thing mm. about Kundalini, like, about teaching it, like, for other people? I think it's that it, moment that people drop out. Yeah, when, when they open their eyes in the final moments, and I just, for me, it's just the best juice. I'm just like soaking that beautiful energy in. It is yeah. just gorgeous seeing their faces and feeling yeah. the stillness. Mm. So that's what I really love. That's the most enjoyable part. And so, you, so is that what's kind of driven you to offer more and more of this work to more and more people now? Well, I, um, yeah, I guess. In a way, it's like a drug, but like I was saying, it's not about me. I just love seeing people respond that way. Mm. So I think there's a lot of benefit. In a group situation, it's absolutely beautiful. So I love that as well. And that's that draws an immense amount of energy within that circle or in that group. It's beautiful. But I think, you know, I'm, I love doing the workshop and I love doing the private practice as well so yeah the question is kind of how did you know that this is this is what was for you and like I know I guess the the hint that I'm getting is like you've been following your bliss Mm. is it like what you've been feeling yeah I'm I'm in a transition phase as well so coming from the corporate life and then being on my travels Mm. and then coming back to Melbourne which is great family Mm. and friends and blessings that have just been that have bounded and new connections old connections so I'm learning to trust in myself Mm. and yes there are competing aspects Yes, he should go back. Go back to the corporate world and and earn earn that money yeah. and slot right back in oh. where you were beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I actually love feeling this way and being still and mm. seeing and meeting people and oh, how to describe why am I doing it. I think it, it feels good. Is that a good enough reason? Yeah. I mean, maybe there's not enough. <laughs> it feels it feels great. And it is a challenge. It's, it's turning things on its head. Mm. But maybe I'll, I'll ride with that for a while, see where it takes me. But mm. I'm enjoying it. So what, like, yeah, and so I think I'm not sure how to frame this next question, but it's kind of like how is it, like, in your life then? Like, because, like, you've got this practice of yoga, which is, like, focus on energy and awareness and then holding that space and then obviously carrying that with yourself 
wherever you go and then how's that infusing into your life like how's that enriching (laughs) yes i think it's you've left the corporate so that's got one aspect yeah and then Mm. like it's opening up all this the blessings yeah yeah i think it's really subtle it can be really huge too but for me it's listening to myself and thinking hey i don't know whether this would have happened had i stayed in the corporate space or if i hadn't done my teacher training so i think the blessings in terms of knowing more about myself and knowing my shortcomings there's darkness but there's light too (laughs) so how do i integrate that because it's not as if we can totally remove the darkness but that's part of the polarity because we've got to acknowledge that but at the same time bring that beauty and in kundalini yoga there is a phrase by her guru so it means i'm in ecstasy as i'm transformed from darkness to light and i think that's beautiful and whenever we're feeling a bit low i think that is great to know that there is that ability that we can alter our thought patterns our feelings our connections so um what was your question again? <laughs> Fusing. Yeah, yeah. So how do I fuse that? I think, and and the blessings. Mm. I think connections with like-minded people, yeah. things that might seem spontaneous mm. or, or just things that, that just, just happen. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, maybe, maybe this is, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the divine. So... <laughs> So it's the divine and maybe this is our path and I don't know if there has to be explanations because we're so used to having reasons to do things. But, hey, if we just go with the flow and if we remain curious, then I think there are blessings that happen and there are challenges that happen too. It's not all um, bubbles and light. You know, I think, you know, I am on that journey. It's not as if I'm self-actualized and I'm there and I'm preaching. We all face our struggles. And I think if we can address that and we can be there for each other and be there for ourselves, the compassion. It's almost like we're circling back to the, the essence of trust. Mm. Like maybe the, the, the practice of the yoga is supporting you in your, in your trust and, yeah, opening you up to that space, which... Yeah, we were talking about this just before the podcast started, just how fundamental like that becomes when you start walking into a new space, like letting go of the old and into a new paradigm. So fundamentally, like, or ideally, where do you, um, if, like, I know there's no such thing as a panacea for everybody, but obviously you believe in, um, in Kundalini Yoga quite a bit. What is your, like, what is your passion for Kundalini sort of see you um, being, is Kundalini something that's as mainstream as regular yoga and offered all over the place? Or mm. what do you sort of see for Kundalini yoga? I think it is becoming more and more popular. Mm. I feel that there's this energy of seekers. And maybe it's because people I know, but people are seeking. Yeah. So I think people are more open and mm. more curious. So it's not as mainstream as conventional yoga because often people see yoga as I just want to get really fit and toned yeah. and feel yeah. good. <laughs> so so it's about the physicality aspect. But those who are interested in that spiritual transformation, whether that sounds far out, or a transformation in themselves, or just wanting to try something new. I think they're the people who are drawn to kundalini yoga. And we do dress in white and the turban, it holds in that energy as it flows upwards. Mm. So that is perhaps different from normal, regular gym yoga. So 
I think with yoga, it's a lifestyle as well. And maybe it could be a bit more pronounced with Kundalini yoga because the whole um, wearing white to, I guess, reflect that beautiful white healing light. Yeah, that that's really great. And you do feel lighter wearing the white. So, yeah. There's this, um, there's this really interesting thing that you've touched on, which is like not to – by no means bagging yoga, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yoga. It's such a fond part of my practice. Um, but it, um, the, the gym yoga idea, you know, the gym yoga idea, how yoga in the West has become this um, – it's, like you said, toned, fit, healthy – um, but it's mainly for the body mm. when really yoga was not designed, but yoga was, I guess, channeled through for supporting the body in its day-to-day practice of self on the journey of self-actualization. Um, so as more of a supplement to your practice of good turning inwards, because fundamentally means unity, right? So like yes. connection and so connection to your source. So that's what yoga is hoping to facilitate, but we kind of, don't look at it from that angle when you go to the gym. Yeah, and, and gym yoga is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And people do drop in and they do get deep doing yoga that happens to be in a gym. And I think mm-hmm. if there's no right or wrong, if mm-hmm. you can do any yoga, I think it's fabulous. Perfect. So, yeah, yeah, go for it. But I guess some people will get different benefits out of it. Mm-hmm. So with the physicality, you can go from the physical through to the heart space, to a place mm. of nurturing and love. So, but I found with Kundalini yoga, it was fast tracked. It was direct yeah, for me. So, yeah, yeah, because even like just when you're going through the poses, like you keep your eyes closed, mm. yeah? and so it's like already in that emotional, intuitive space, which was like wild. You know, yeah, I was like go through these poses, but don't look, and I was just like, oh, like I'm actually going to intuit and feel into my inner space. And then every now and then you watch, like for me, the teacher, I was like, watch, tune in. And I was like, okay, yep, cool, go back in and just like feel in your body. And I was like, I'm spending more time in here than I am out here whilst moving. It's completely new and completely novel and, yeah, really beautiful. And I think for me it felt um, exactly what you said. It was like a much more inward connection through that practice. And I think there's, yeah, I'm excited by it. I think there's a lot of space for that to to open up and what you um what you shared about it going out to more people slowly and gently it was really interesting because i've got a couple and they're friends of mine they just came back from bali and i was like how was your trip all right this that, and the other and they were like mate you've got to try kundalini oh how phenomenal <laughs> like, what are you talking about like of all the things we could be talking about right now we're talking about kundalini yoga and he's like yeah and i'm just like what is like she's coming around tonight to go <laughs> and he's just like and again this is where you're like synchronicity yeah yeah <laughs> you know? and i was like okay i'm way more receptive to this now than I was yeah but um it definitely yeah for, and we him and i haven't had this chat yet about dropping into seeing what his experience was like but it's interesting because wow. it was yeah it's almost like it is on its way around and people are tuning more and more into this and it's really exciting that you know, we get this offered here in Melbourne. It's yeah. And you do calls 
across the country, across the world. Oh, no. I, so I'm available for Skype sessions yeah. and also, as I was saying, private classes yeah. and if, if people want workshops. So I think it would be great. And what I've enjoyed just personally is catching up with friends on a Friday night and say, yeah. let's do a meditation together. Yeah. And I love just hanging, doing that, and that is not what I would have done in the past. But I think <laughs> get a bunch of friends together, yeah. choose a theme, yeah. have a workshop for a couple of hours, and it's just really beautiful, especially amongst friends yeah. Once that beautiful sort of so energy. Into your- <laughs> it is, it is. That's how I hang out. Yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> but it was a great thing. I just touching on a point you mentioned. You said, oh, Kundalini yoga, I felt light. It was inward focused. You felt still. So I don't know whether, so it's Kundalini yoga was part of that facilitation, but that's who you are anyway, who you are deep down. So I'm not putting something on you to make you feel that way. That's what you have inside of you. So when people feel still or feel light, that's who they are deep down. That's their essence. So it's a way of helping people get to that spot. Connect back to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. Mm, that's so exciting. <laughs> so yeah, that's really incredible. Mm. Oh, oh. Brilliant. So, who's been? Uh, you mentioned. Um, I'm not going to get his name right. Who's your? Who's your? Like the person that's helped you. Oh, Yogi Bhajan is the guru. So he brought Kundalini Yoga to the West from India mm-hmm. in the 60s. So he felt that there was a need. He saw the large hippie movement happening there mm-hmm. in the United States and North America, and thought this is the right time to bring this formerly secret practice, yeah. out to the West. And people just responded and gravitated to it. So why was it formally secret? Why is it like yeah. it would appropriate now for people to be able to... Yeah, sure. It was, I guess, traditionally it was taught from guru, from teacher to student, yeah, through that lineage. And I think he had, you know, 20 years of... Um, yoga and spiritual education before he got there correct me if i'm wrong but i guess why was it the right time and i guess it was maybe they call the age of aquarius but it was a way that um we could become our own teachers there was there was that energy and drive so rather than it being from teacher to student and yes i i teach but we have that, that energy and that power within to be transformed. So it's not that linear sort of, I tell you how to do it. It's more like, how does it feel for you? Get out of it as much as possible. It's about that, I guess, group energy. And I sort of feel that it's the right time. And in the 60s, perhaps that was that impetus. It was the right time for people to generate that collective consciousness. Yeah. So yeah, beautiful. it was the timing. Exciting. And like, and even as you said that, like doing your own thing, I noticed like when we went through the poses, there was like so many options as well. It's like wherever your body's at, just meet your body where it's at. Yeah. And you can visualize if you can't, yeah, exactly. if you can't do it. So just the power of the mind. You yourself doing it. It was like, again, that whole inward practice, super, super cool. Um, so I want to ask you, you said something, I asked you this question and uh, this is just completely diving out. Okay. <laughs> you said that um, you've learnt a lot from your dogs. <laughs> Did I say this? Oh, yes, I may have said that. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. the same way because I feel there's really like affinity for just the pets and like the mirrors that they present, mm. like you, your relationship with I love dogs. I love dogs. I'm a bit of a dog stalker. 
<laughs> I just, you know, gravitate to them and smother them. So um, I love their energy. Mm. Bad dogs, how have they taught me? I think it is that unconditional love. They just love you. And sometimes they can get a bit narky and frustrated and it's like, oh, and then I will get my back up. But, hey, you know, I'm just reacting there. So that's how they can teach me. So through love, through acceptance, it's that beautiful relationship. I think love is is a big word when it comes to to dogs. And you go to a dog, you pat them, you massage them. (laughs) How do you feel afterwards? Do you feel amazing? So, yeah, is that stillness? I think that probably is. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, Have you, like, I don't know if there's, um, is there, like, I I don't know if there's any resources for, um, there are there are many mm-hmm. books, but there is a website, um www3ho.org, I believe. Hey, three H O. So what does that mean? So that's the official one. So Yogi Bhajan had a motto. So the three H's. Happy, healthy, and I why does the last H escape me? Yeah. But um yeah, yeah, so Right. That's the website. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that's a great touch point. Also there's a website, Spirit Voyage. Yeah. So that has a lot of Kriyas and meditations. So they are great resources. Kriya Kriya is like Kriya, yeah, set of asanas. Yeah. Uh and there is a specific sequence mm-hmm. and there are specific time frames as well. Mm-hmm. So to get you to that point of um connection and stillness. What's your favourite? Oh, do I have one? <laughs> do I have one? Um I think, and maybe because it's a group aspect, I've loved um, the tantric healing meditation because I can see amazing results mm-hmm. in people. I think it's just beautiful yeah. because you can choose to heal yourself, choose to heal others, choose to heal people in that circle. Yeah. I think it, it, it's pretty special. No, that, that's really great. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple of ones yeah. that you can do on the full moon. Yeah. And, um, well, there's probably there, – there are more than a few, but um, the ones in the circle that are done on a full moon, mm. I think they're really beautiful. So, uh, yeah, no yeah. More than just you. It's like you're going to dial into the other lights of the moon. And mm. stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really awesome. Is there a um, is there a book that you've read in your life that has been somewhat of like a – like? Impetus to transformation. Mm. I think I don't know why this book books come into my head as you said that because yeah. it's totally not even <laughs> spiritual per se, but skinny legs and all. I loved that book, and maybe because I read that when I was young, <sighs> so um, I loved it because it talks about different religions and how we're all the same. And going back through history, connecting to the present. And it's really funny. I love the humour. So skinny legs and all. Mm. And was it transformative? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think as a young person at the time, Mm. I love that. That was mind-opening for me. Mm. So, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. And if we could say, like, erect a billboard in mm, Times Square, mm, yes, and it could read anything <laughs> it wanted to, but you got to choose. I got to 
Jeez. Ooh, wow, yeah. What does the What does it say? It might say something like, be curious and connect with flow. Yo. Two very deep <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or trust in the flow. But mm. there's a flow there if yeah. we tuned into it and it's there for everyone. Trust in the flow, I love that. What, like something about curiosity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we can remain stagnant, but we're always changing. Yeah. We're always transforming. We've just uh-huh. got to tap into that. And so curiosity is a gateway into that. Yes, because, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and, and it's connected to being a seeker as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an interesting point that you mentioned there because recently I've been um, in the in the transformative state of we're in similar places or, like, continually just staying curious. Mm. It's kind of been, like, the get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to make this happen. And it's like, well, you're curious about it, right? And it's like, okay. And then you just sort of lean into it and, then like, things start to unravel so curious and then trust in the flow yeah so keeping an open mind and what else yeah and i love being proven wrong because we have our set of (laughs) the way things are some of us do and it's like hey yeah i love being challenged Mm. and learning that's what it is it's about learning i want to ask you this is my Last question, my favorite mm-hmm. question. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm I just with like, bated breath. This is my last question <laughs> and uh, we're going to go soon, but it's not yeah. like this. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, so it's esoteric in its nature um, and it's it's always framed kind of weird, but um, who is Kate beyond the name, mm-hmm. beyond the skin suit, beyond the practice, um, beyond the identity? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm, that is a deep question. Mm. You can keep digging and digging, and I guess I'm a soul, mm. and we all are souls. Mm. So, and I think that's what the journey is about. How can I connect more with my essence, with my soul? Because it's just in there, waiting to emerge and shine and hopefully you know it is it is all shining i think i'm soul and i guess we're all connected so i just like to visualize a bunch of souls not necessarily in in a human form and just beautiful light filled connections so i see the soul is light and bright Yo, yeah. that's so yummy. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Oh, welcome. Thank you for going there. And uh, yeah, on that, like, thank you so much for, um, yeah, for obviously going on this journey and, like, you know, it's in spite of evolution, in my humble opinion, but like, you know, going, like, taking a leap of like faith out of the corporate and into, you know, something that is different and something that lights you up and then to, like, offer that to the world because it's meant so much and giving you so much. Just the wisdom and the tenacity and the resilience and the softness mm. that that <laughs> is um, is really inspirational. So thank you for walking that line, um, that path. So thank you for all the work that you've put into that. 
thank you for where you're at now and like super grateful for oh, where this is all going. So that's you. warm and yummy. That's a great <laughs> feeling. Thank you, Amrit. I think it's it's beautiful to have this chat with you. Oh, it's so, I think it's, it's just great. Yeah, and like just yeah, in your wisdom as well, coming to share the practice with it as well, it's definitely like sparked something. So yeah, I know I'll be practicing more just based on the, the humble offering that you, you brought to us like so humbly as well. It's so deep. So thank you for oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I, I really cannot do this justice without like how do people get in touch with you? Oh sure. Um on Facebook. Yeah. There's you can look up courage and bliss info. Yeah. So that's and with the A and D. Yeah. And also by email, okay. courage and bliss info at gmail dot com. So courage and, and bliss, bliss info at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Alternatively, Courage and Bliss Info on Facebook. Which is just type that into Facebook and you'll find... That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 that's my spiritual name that was bestowed on me by, um, yeah, yeah. So spiritual name is Himatananda, and that's what it translates to, courage and bliss. Himatananda. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a strong name. It's a great name. Initially I was like, mm, how does that sound? <laughs> no, yeah, but it's cool. But like, that's like a superhero name. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I have Himith is a really good name and mm, Ananda is a really mm, good name. But you've got like It's combined. So it's something like um the ability to find uh or the courage to find my bliss once I reach the limitlessness of my soul. So it's pretty long, so <laughs> just casually just find your place. Like, yeah, incredible. I love it. I yeah. Love it. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Oh, New Mexico sounds like it was a trick. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved the bubble. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling is incredible like that. Oh, awesome. Well, on that, wishing you all the best on your travels for you. this journey as well. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for your time here today. You're and, welcome. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to... Um, see you in another class. Yes, yes, keep inspiring, keep evolving. <laughs> Thank you, Amrit. Yo. Hey, tribe. Thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health, and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.